0: Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Selling a little or a lot? Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe tap to pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete.
1: These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, April 14th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. A Securities and Exchange Commission filing reveals that Elon Musk sent a letter to Twitter Chairman Brett Taylor offering to take the company private by buying 100% of Twitter for $54.20 a share in cash worth roughly $43 billion. Musk called this his best and final offer, saying he would reconsider his existing stake if it was rejected. Twitter said its board will carefully review the proposal to determine the course of action that it believes is in the best interest of the company and all Twitter stockholders. The Verge's sources say Meta hopes to release its first-generation AR glasses by 2024. This includes two distinct hardware visions, one dubbed Project Nazare, which includes a wireless device to offload compute and not use a smartphone, letting users interact with holograms through the glasses, with a hardware cost to Meta of multiple thousands of dollars. The company also plans a cheaper set of smart glasses codenamed Hypernova, which pairs with a phone to show messages and notifications through a heads-up display. Meta plans to bundle both with a wrist device that uses differential electromyography to let someone interact with the glasses through thought. Reddit updated its search feature to index comments on the platform. Users will now be able to filter search results by comments in addition to the existing posts, communities, and people filters. Reddit search will also now take into account post-interactions on the site rather than just relevancy based on exact wording. Researchers at MIT and the National Renewable Energy Laboratory developed a new thermophotovoltaic cell able to convert heat to electricity with over 40% efficiency, a rate almost on par with steam turbine power plants. Previous cells have hit efficiency up to 32%. This could allow for solid-state energy converters or thermal batteries with no moving parts able to operate at extremely high temperatures. Researchers will next work to scale up the cell from one square centimeter to the 10,000 square feet needed for grid-level power. The European Union has finally turned its antitrust lens on Microsoft over changes to its enterprise terms of business. In October 2019, it changed its terms to require additional fees if running products like Office on competing cloud services like AWS or Alibaba. The fee applies to Microsoft's own Azure as well, though customers there were given a discount. The EU will look at this bundling. Google released its switch to Android app on iOS. The app helps users transfer contacts, photos, videos, and other data from an iPhone to an Android phone. It can also migrate photo and video libraries from iCloud and includes instructions on how to turn off Apple messages so text properly show up on Android. Google has not announced the new app or linked to it on its website, but the app is there if you have the direct link. Apple has had a move to iOS app for Android since 2015. Ethereum Core developer Tim Biko announced that the Ethereum merge update, which would transition the network to a proof-of-stake model from its current resource-intensive proof-of-work consensus mechanism, won't be coming in June, saying it will be delayed until a few months after. There have been numerous delays in switching Ethereum to proof-of-stake, originally planned for early 2020. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman sources say Apple faces production delays with its MacBook Pro models due to COVID-19-related factory shutdowns across dozens of companies in China. The 16-inch MacBook Pro shows delivery estimates as far back as June 16th, while the 14-inch model expects deliveries by the end of May. Currently, other MacBook models and iPhones don't show a significant delay. Tencent will update its internet speed booster service for video games on May 31st to only support games operating in China. Chinese gamers could use these kind of services to play foreign games, which are generally unplayable due to slow local internet speeds rather than overblocking. As of April 28th, Amazon will add a fuel and inflation surcharge of roughly 5% to the existing fees for third-party sellers using its fulfillment services in the U.S. The company said this surcharge will apply to all product types and subject to change based on changes in inflationary costs. Waze launched a retro mode as a limited-time feature, letting users change the app's UI to a 70s, 80s, and 90s-inspired theme. Turn-by-turn navigation voices, the user's displayed vehicle, and map UI are all changed while in retro mode, and users can mix and match these for extra fun. Waze said the feature will be available through mid-May. TikTok began testing a private dislike button for users to identify comments that are irrelevant or inappropriate in select regions, although not currently in the U.S. Video creators and commenters will not receive dislike notifications, and the system is not meant to replace reporting comments for harassment or hate speech. The game developer Neantech announced Peridot, a new AR game that focuses on raising digital pets. Each pet will be 100% unique based on appearance, personality, likes and dislikes, with preferences for things like visiting certain points of interest, foraging for specific foods, or going on walks. The app will soft launch in select markets on the App Store and Google Play later in April. Hasbro, owner of Dungeons and Dragons, developer Wizards of the Coast, announced it will acquire the D and D Beyond online platform for 146.3 million dollars. D and D Beyond launched in 2017 and is an officially licensed online storefront and digital toolset to play D and D, offering web and mobile apps to run campaigns. And finally, an NFT of Jack Dorsey's first tweet sold in March 2021 for 2.9 million dollars. The NFT's owner, Sina Astavi, listed the NFT for sale for $48 million, pledging to donate 50% of the proceeds to charity. The current top bid sits at 3.3 Ether, about $10,000. Astavi has seven days to accept or reject the bid. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show, at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.